don't let people's words or opinions get to you because if they don't value you for who you truly are, then you don't have to worry about them. Associate yourself with a group of people who value you. There's always going to be people in the world that's going to, you know, talk about you and make fun of you, but really you just have to stay to yourself and not let other people's words get to you. Hi, this is Shlomo Salson, the host of the Teenage Impact Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with me, Naeem Hudson, also known as King Na. How are you? I'm good, man. I can't complain. Awesome, awesome. Before we go on with this interview, um, I want to let everyone know, anyone who's watching this, if they're in a funk, if they're feeling down lately, I've created the seven quick and easy ways that you can feel better about yourself. I've compiled these tips based off of the 15, 16 interviews I have done, and I really want you to download it if you feel some type of way. But if you also know a friend who is going through bullying or is going through some type of depression or feeling down, I want you to share the Teenage Impact podcast with, with them as well. Okay, King Na. King Na is a 13-year-old motivational speaker. He started when he was nine years old. Well, that's when he started picking up at nine or 10 years old. And he's been featured on Forbes list. He's been on Good Morning in America. He's been interviewed by Steve Harvey. He's been on the Dr. Oz show. And he's been really spoke, he's spoken internationally around the world at such a young age. And his goal is to inspire as many people and make sure people are as happy as possible. So King, um, what got you inspired to be a motivational speaker? Um, I'll say what really, ins- honestly, nothing really inspired me to do it. I say it was something that life really put me on a path to do. When I was four years old, my father, he was a photographer. He still is a photographer, but, you know, he would just go out and record different people, and I always wanted to be on camera. So at first he said no, but then it took me a few more times to just keep asking him, keep asking him. And then that one time he finally let me on camera, we just started doing little talking clips. And it wasn't anything too serious. It was just little videos that he was posting on YouTube to make me happy. And then we actually, the thing is we actually started getting some traction. So what we started doing was just making some little motivational clips, motivational videos. And people at five like, years old? What'd you say? At five years old? No, no, not at five. This was, this was around like maybe six or seven. Six or seven, okay. Posting videos and it was getting some traction. So then around eight or not eight, it was actually nine o'clock. I mean, nine, nine, nine years old. I'm, I'm still a little sleepy. But <laughs> that's when I had made my feedlot video and then I went viral and then everything just took off from there. But really that's where it all started. Uh-huh. Uh, so your feedlot video was at, you were nine years old at that time. Yes. Either nine or 10. Nine or 10. What made that go viral? Did someone just share it? Um, who had influence and then it went from there? Mm-mm. It wasn't even a big person who shared it at the time. It was really just so many people sharing it at once. Because uh-huh. people felt like it was an important message at the time and people still do because the video still trends to this day somehow, even mm-hmm. though a few years ago. That's, that's how I found you. Works. But um, yeah, people just kept sharing it and sharing it and reposting it and reposting it and then you know, then celebrities started sharing it, and yeah, man, everything went crazy. TV shows were reaching out, all from that one video, and that's a video that my dad wanted to delete actually because he didn't like how it looked. He said, he said my hair wasn't cut and all this, and, all. 
the background. So, you know, I just kept telling them to post it, put it in black and white and post it. And who, who knows where it would have been if we didn't post it. We probably would have still been in this position. But, you know, that video did help out a lot. You know what to say? Authenticity. That's, you can't really put a professional Im- image on authenticity um, when it comes to that. But you were still speaking beforehand because I saw a video of you where you were doing a speaking engagement. Someone got shot outside of one of your speaking yeah. engagements. Tell yeah. us about that. So I was uh, eight years old at the time, and it, was, it wasn't even uh, an event that was meant for me. It was just a poetry event for other poets to come together and say their poetry. And I just kept asking my dad if I could go up there. And he said, you don't do poetry. You're a motivational speaker. They're two different things. So I got up there. You know, uh, my uncle, he was fine with letting me do it. He's, he was actually, he's the owner of the organization that it happened in front of. It's a youth organization called The Hub. It stands for Hope of Become Better, where they help out the youth, do great things for the homeless, and, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas, they celebrate holidays and just help out other kids in the community. But, um, yeah, I was, while I was talking, you know, I was talking about parents being blessed because they're able to go home and see their children. And, you know, some people don't realize the blessing that that is and the blessing that they have. And right when I'm talking about that, someone's son gets shot on um on the steps right outside and it was it was loud we didn't even know it was gunshots at first it sounded like construction going on in the back and then you know that was really a devastating day once we found out that someone had died and yeah that was a really tough day but basically that's everything that happened okay and let's go back to the philos video um what exactly happened um did so someone was laughing at you uh, for your shoes. Can you like tell us kind of be a little bit more in detail what the situation was? Yeah. So we didn't actually make the video as soon as it happened. We did it like a good maybe three days after it happened because we were we were doing some videos and then the video concert came up and you said, you know what, how about I do a video about the kids bullying me for my felines? Uh-huh. And, and then we just made that. But at the park... I don't know how old I was at this time, but I was at the park and I was wearing these like these camo black and red felines. I still remember them too. <laughs> I was on this little bridge thing and these were like, it was three of them and they were under me. We were talking about video games and sneakers and then they started saying, oh, well, he got felines on. And they started laughing and then they walked away. And it's like, at the time, I, I, I didn't really, it, like it didn't hurt me. I didn't really care, but it was a good video to do. So I do have to thank them today because, you know, they kind of played a big part in, you know, all this. So I still appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah, I used to get made fun of my clothes all the time. My, uh, so I didn't come from, from a wealthy family. And then when uh, my mom used to shop for me in middle school, and I always used to get picked on for my clothes. What, what tips would you have for people who, who are being bullied for situations they cannot control? Um, mainly, I feel like one thing that people and even teenagers get confused a lot is that they tease or they make fun of other kids and teenagers for not having a certain thing or not being able to afford a certain thing. But it's like some teenagers and kids don't really pay for anything that they have. You're teasing someone for something that you didn't even pay for. That's your parents' hard-earned money. And it's like, it's not like it's in their control. And just because a person isn't, doesn't have the, the newest sneakers and the newest designer clothes. It doesn't take away from the person. 
You could still be a great and amazing person, but you would never know because you're judging that person off of how they're dressed or what they look like. It really, I find that so, like, it doesn't make sense at all. Uh huh. Don't let people's words or opinions get to you because if they don't value you for who you truly are, then you don't have to worry about them. Associate yourself with a group of people who value you. There's always going to be people in the world that's going to, you know, talk about you and make fun of you, but really you just have to stay to yourself and not let other people's words get to you. And as long as you keep a main group of friends around you that actually likes you and supports you for you and not whatever you're wearing, then you're good. You don't got to worry about anybody else. Uh So what you're saying is if you're riding the same bus, if you're um, having lunch with someone, if you're hanging out with people between periods, and if those people are constantly um, talking bad about you, finding a group of friends. Yeah. And and don't worry about what those other people are saying because people are, are going to talk regardless, no matter which people talk about Beyonce. And Beyonce is one of the greatest female singers in the world, but people mm-hmm. are talk about it. It's like mm-hmm. it's something you could control, really. So instead of, you know, putting your emotions into it, putting your heart into it, just forget about it because you just have to realize that people are going to talk and you can't let that affect you. Okay, gotcha. What would you say the top two or three challenges you or your friends are facing at the moment? I would say one one of the things that teenagers face in like my peers is that people don't really take us serious because of our age and how young we are. Just because we haven't been here for the same amount of time as some people doesn't mean that, you know, some of us still didn't have the same experience because there's a lot of there's a lot of wise 13 year olds walking around. There's a lot of wise 10 year olds walking around. Just because they're 10 years old doesn't mean I shouldn't take away from their intelligence or the amount of wisdom that they have just because that they're 10. You know, you could experience anything in life. You could learn anything in life and it doesn't have to be an age on it. You know, in some countries, there's kids who can get jobs like construction and cooking. And like, so we put limits on ourselves only because we want to, we put limits on kids only because we want to, but it's like, any person, any child, any adult is capable of anything. So it shouldn't be, so it shouldn't be a big problem when a, a 13 year old is, is having a conversation with you and you feel like you're not, that 13 year old isn't entitled to have a conversation with you because you're older. Mm-hmm. Like you've been here longer, but just because you've been here longer doesn't mean you could, could have learned the same amount of, the same amount of stuff. A 10 year old could have been through more or you could have been through more, but at the same time, two people can learn from each other, no matter how much you feel, you know, no matter how much you think you know, you can still learn from a person who's extremely younger than you, even extremely older than you. So it could go both ways. Okay. Now you are, so you're fortunate enough with good parents, right? Um, blessed that supports you, that pushes you to become better. But what about that 12 or 13 year old who might not have supportive parents that doesn't push them as hard as they should, that doesn't let them go pursue whatever dream or passion project they have, what would you tell those people? Um, one thing I would tell to different people or, or children who may not have supportive parents or parents that support them, you know, just, just keep pushing. And if you, don't, if you don't appreciate the image in front of you, then try your best not to be like that image, you know, because just because you didn't have a mother figure or a father figure in your life, that, that you should go out and, you know, make some mistakes and hang out with the wrong group of people. And sometimes it's easier to get influenced because 
you don't really have that emotional support coming from that place where it's uh -huh. most. But all I will say is, you know, just stay level-headed. You know, there's different types of people. There's like, there's three different types of people. There's a person or a child that becomes a troublemaker because they don't get enough attention. Or there's a child that, that doesn't want to be like their parents, so they become the leader. And then there's another child that, that just kind of just stays quiet to themselves. And really, one that you should always aim for is to be the leader. You know, because when you come from a struggle and when you realize something that you don't have, it should make you stronger in anything because you're coming from a tougher background and you're coming from a tougher background and you can still, like you can still inspire other people or make other people realize how blessed they are, make other people realize the blessing that they have in their lives. So and when you hear other people complain about something that's, it's like. What's there to complain? Yeah, because it's like you were you were fortunate enough, you were blessed enough, and it's not a, it's not even about challenging some people's mentality because some people just some people's mentality just doesn't change. But it, to those people and those children out there who may not have supportive supportive parents and parents who may not push them as hard, let that be your motivation because they don't they don't see your talent share, they don't see what you're capable of yet. So just because they don't see your talents doesn't mean that you should. Push away yours. Keep striving for greatness. Keep pushing for greatness because mm -hmm. become successful. That's when they'll see. When they see that, when they see results of you being great, then that's when they'll realize what you were trying to do or what you wanted to do. But don't let your parents, don't let your friends, don't let people around you take away from your dream or whatever you want to accomplish in life. Yeah, and just to bounce off of that, um, people a lot of times won't support you. You have to find that one supportive adult. It does not have to be your parents. It could be a teacher. It could be a friend's parent. But just find one person that sees something in you. Hang around them more. Try to get advice from them. Not to say that you don't hang around your parents, but obviously your parents will love you no matter what. But when, when I was a kid, um, I went ahead and did door-to-door -door sales. Well, I wasn't a kid. I just graduated college. I went ahead and did door-to-door -door sales just to be better at sales and no one supported me i went ahead and did it anyways even though i failed at it i went ahead and did it even though that my parents were worried they said oh you're gonna get hurt you're not gonna make it all this kind of stuff negativity you have to just sometimes you just have to go for it and take the risk of failing okay. yeah you've spoken around the world um what are what are some countries you've spoken at I've spoken, I've spoken, uh, I've spoken at Africa, um, oh yeah, Africa's a continent, but I've spoken in Namibia, Dubai, Johannesburg, Tanzania, um, Mexico, Toronto, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I can't really remember everything. And that's just the countries. And uh, you've spoken a lot more states. What would you say your favorite one is? Your favorite my, place? My favorite place that I've traveled to? Uh, just spoken at. Your best spoken experience. At. My best experience, um, because I've, I've had so many, so I'm not even. <laughs> uh, it's either between, it's either between Namibia or Dubai because Dubai was amazing it was just you know I'll have to say Dubai because Dubai was just so yeah the prime minister brought me out and then like the just 
the place is so beautiful there and like the energy of the people were beautiful and even just yeah 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 it was like when i got there they they brought us to like they brought just sand that's all it was 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 sand and then the next day we go there it's like it's a stage it's like event set up on the side like they even have like this little mini little building and it's crazy how fast everything had just happened and even man the event was just so crazy and it was just a surreal experience is all like i just haven't experienced another trip like dubai yet but i still had so i have a lot of great memories of all the places that i went to uh-huh. that's awesome and then you're speaking around the world you know you're getting noticed and you know, people around your age might feel a little bit jealous in a positive or a negative way. They might say, oh, King has all this. He's speaking around the world. He has such a good life. But you also spoke about you're not perfect. You have your flaws. You're just like everyone else. What would you tell those jealous people who want your life, but know that you're just like them? Um... You, when you look at any person that you may look up to or admire, they didn't just they didn't just get like this, like that, like they, that didn't just happen. It was a process that had to happen, and usually it was years and years and years and years before they finally became successful and, and started making the amount of profit that they make, and then they got their clothing line. Everything happens with time so if you're not willing to sacrifice time then nothing is going to happen for you because Mm -hmm. if you're patient enough then if you're not willing to you know listen to other people even when you don't feel like it or even people are talking down and throwing some shade while they're talking to you you just have to be you have to be willing to do it and a lot of people aren't willing to and even you have to be willing to fail and take risks too because my father was a manager at the mall making a good amount of money and he quits. You know how risky that is quitting a job and, you know, to invest in my dream. So even sometimes it's not even just on the kids themselves. It could be on the parents too, because like you said, and like just how we were talking about sometimes certain kids don't have that support, but even if you don't have that support, you have to think about there's a lot of people in the world that didn't have it either and who are still successful today. And a lot of times you don't have to aim for, you don't have to aim to be famous a lot of times. You don't have to aim to be the most known. As long as you're doing something to support your family, as long as you're doing something to keep a roof over your head and have a car to drive around, and then that's good. But unless, unless you're aiming for something else, do that too. But one thing I want to say to people who look at, not just me, but anyone in a certain way, it all takes time. So you could accomplish anything, anything and everything with, with, with time, really. And not everyone's life is perfect. You could, you could see any celebrity right now and just look at them when they're on stage, look at them more when they're on a field and on a court and, and admire them. But you have to admire them on and off stage too, on and off the court. Like it's because, like, because you never know what's going on in somebody's life or you never know what they may be doing or what they may be experiencing. But really, the, the main important part is you can accomplish anything with time, mm-hmm. anything with the right tools. And even sometimes not with the right tools, you can just start off with a phone that you may have and still build a brand. 
So really it's just how much you're willing to fail and how much time you're willing to put into whatever it is that you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, go off of that patience too, time and patience. Uh, have you heard of Zappos? No. Zappos is this uh, multi-billion dollar um, online company where you could buy shoes and clothes. Amazon bought them over for $1.2 billion uh, back in, I think, 2009. And the founder of it, uh, the founder and CEO of Zappos, he, he didn't just sell a company and for $1 billion and that was it. He had like a process. When he was a teenager, he had like side businesses, like kind of like you where he would sell these little pins where he would include people's picture of them and sell it for a 75 cent profit. And small things like that, you don't have to go for fame. You can go for small businesses. Cause like you see how, yeah, you see how I didn't even know what the website name is, but they, they sold a business for $1.2 billion. And now I'm pretty sure they're still investing in some other things. Yeah. But he started off as a teen. He wasn't he wasn't well known at all. But he, but he was just making those small side hustles where he would just sell pins of people's pictures on it for a dollar, 75, 75 cent markup. So, I mean, don't always go for fame. Go for experiences and lessons because those lessons add up for something bigger in the future. Would you agree? Yeah, of course, most definitely. Okay. Okay. And you also, you also mentioned how in third grade you couldn't read your writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Um, yeah. Uh, third grade wasn't really the best year. I was struggling with a lot of things and, you know, I, I, I never was, I wouldn't say I was mentally or emotionally affected by it, but you know, it did make other people who viewed me, and so what I was trying to do, like, it just took away just some of that support because it's like, how, how do you expect to accomplish this dream, but you can't even do this simple stuff? Uh-huh. So it's like a person looking at that, it's like, but if you look at, if you look at a, a Floyd Mayweather or if you look at different, many celebrities or many people who are millionaires and billionaires these days, sometimes they don't, sometimes they aren't really the best in everything that they may want to be or that they may need to be, but you can still see that they're successful. So you can mm-hmm. judge a person in any way, but if they're, if they're successful, you can't really judge them at the same time because they're providing for their family and they're providing for themselves. They won't have to get up every morning and be draggy because they have to go to a job. And some people really enjoy their job, so I'm not judging it. But what I'm saying is they're happy working for themselves. So even if they can't can't handle some things by themselves, they have other people to do that for them. Mm -hmm. They have other people to do that for them. But that's that's also another reason, a big reason why my father homeschooled me too, because it was really, you know, no results on my part. So we just had to work together to accomplish a big goal. And, you know, it really helped out a lot. But one thing just to, just a lot of people out there, just because you may see a person who may not be, on everything that they need to be doesn't still give you the right to judge them and look at them differently because if they're still successful and if they can still provide that's something that you should take from them instead of looking at their 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 flaws you know mm-hmm. so yeah you at one point you kind of read your dad homeschooled you and then you jumped up a few levels in your mm-hmm. reading 
That's awesome. What are your next steps? What are your goals in the next five to 10 years? I would say, you know, cause I would almost definitely continue doing this now, but I want to have, I want to have a bigger clothing brand too. I just, just expand into to different color schemes and different quotes and even a little logo. <laughs> and, you know, just to write more books. I, I currently, I still do just have one book out right now, but you know, make What's more the book called? It's called We Are All Kings. We Are Kings. Okay. So I want to write more books and have a bigger clothing brand or bigger clothing line, not clothing brand, bigger clothing line. And, you know, just keep grinding and continue to work and, and see where mm-hmm. and see where my work gets me to in the future. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. King, what do you like to do on your spare time? Like, what are some, some of your hobbies? So my spare time. When, you, when you're not inspiring people around the world, my what spare do you like time, to do? Honestly, like, it's, if it's not the weekend where I'm not playing Fortnite, then I'm... Um, <laughs> I'm probably at the park playing basketball. So that's where I do my spare time, really. That's really it. That really is all I do. I'm not playing Fortnite. Are you a three-point shooter? No, I'm not a three-point shooter. I'm, I'm an independent kind of person. I don't have a three-point shot yet. Mm-hmm. Working on it. Inconsistent, right? <laughs> Very inconsistent. Good, good. And what are what are some of your last tips you have for you know someone who's really going through something? I know I follow some teens on Instagram, and they always talk about you know how um, they're depressed or they're anxious and they really feel alone. What tips would you have for those people? Um, my tips is you know anything and everything can happen in life. You know, some are going to be more devastating than others, but you really just have to keep a a level head. You know, Kyrie Irving, I'm not sure, he's a basketball player for those of you who aren't familiar. He recently, you know, told people that his dad had died and it was a big effect. It had a big effect on him and a big reason to why he felt like he failed the playoffs and failed his team because he was struggling with something. But the important part about what he said is that he didn't, he didn't stop because he was really doubting himself at that time. You know, he was, his, his perspective was changing on the sport that he played. And he, he wasn't happy at the time because he was, he was suffering a devastating loss with someone that cared for him a lot. So instead of letting that, you know, mess with him for his entire career, his entire life, he overcame it. And now he's, he's in a better place and he's doing better. So with everyone you know, you can't really let situations get you down or, or, or mess with you in the way you think and mess with the way you feel because things are going to happen in life. It wouldn't be life if, if things didn't affect you or if things didn't happen to you because everyone has been through a certain pain, but it's up to you on how you deal with it. You know, you can either let it, you can either let it stay with you forever or you can overcome it and use it as strength. Or you can overcome it and use it as something to push you forward to where your goals or push you forward to wherever you want to accomplish. Don't let something, don't let a situation, don't let, you know, a problem or don't let even people, you know, get you down because things are going to happen in life. A lot of things and some way worse than others. So you can't be sad or upset every time something happens. And even if it's devastating, 
you can't let it control you. You have to stay strong and you have to have to keep pushing. Awesome. Well, I appreciate the interview. I, I remember when I was starting this podcast in July, there was about three or four people that I really wanted to interview because I'm compiling this into a book called Never Fight Alone. And so I'm going to um, put tips of these interviews uh, around three to five pages per interview and put them, compile them and never fight alone. And you were one person on my list because I've been following for like three years. So really do appreciate it. I'm glad to be here, man. No problem. Yeah, King, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, King Now, K-I-N-G-N-A-H-H, for anyone who wants to follow me or, you know, just keep up with whatever I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And for my listeners, if you haven't done so, I opened up an Instagram close friends group. And after each podcast episode, I go ahead and um, talk about some of the takeaways of the podcast. And you can ask me any personal questions and I'll try to give you my personal experience with um, the tips I give you or try to get a professional or someone who's gone through it to give you some tips. And so join my close friends group at Shlomo Solson and then DM me that you want to join. Thank you, King. No problem, man. I really enjoyed the interview with Naim Hudson, a.k.a. King Na. King Na is, you know, he's an exceptional kid. He's 13 years old. He went viral at nine years old with a simple video in a car that was one minute long about him getting bullied for the type of shoes he was wearing. And that's not really about the materialistic things. It's about what's on your mind. That went viral over a million views, uh, actually millions and millions of views. And that's how people discover him. And that's how he went international. He wrote a book. He started speaking in Dubai, Mexico, Canada, Africa, all these different types of places. But people would consider him to get lucky and that it was just kind of like an overnight success, but he didn't have an overnight success. He started picking up a camera at five or six years old. He started making videos uh, for three years before he went viral. He started speaking two to three years before he went viral. So it wasn't something that was just overnight. He worked hard at it for a long period of time. That's the first takeaway. Second takeaway is, um, if you're a 13 year old kid and you are being bullied, or even if you're a 15, 16 year old kid, whatever age you are in, and you're being bullied by someone, remove yourself from those toxic situations because you don't need to let negative energy in your mind because of the people you surround yourself with. So if you're at lunch, if you in between classes, if you're in class, if you have a specific group of people you're hanging out with, stop hanging around with them because you will become more positive just by hanging around people who like you for who you are. And the third takeaway is if you have a dream in your mind, if you have a passion you want to go after and you don't have a supportive system, your parents are not supporting you, your siblings, your friends are not supporting you, then pursue it anyways. Because once you start pursuing things and things just start flowing the way you want it to flow, that's when people will come to you and say hey this actually works i support you but people will not support you until they see it actually working i hope you enjoyed this interview this this kid is someone i really wanted to interview for a very very long time finally made it happen i would like to thank his dad uh, mr lonnie for making this happen and this was a tremendous interview and i really hope you can join my instagram 
close friends group, DM me at Shlomo Solson.